This is Puritans Read, where we read aloud great Puritan works, authors, and biographies. Last episode was accidentally two episodes, but we carry on. Today is episode 55 of The Life of David Brainerd by Jonathan Edwards. September 3. Road to the Delaware town found many drinking and drunken. Discoursed with some of the Indians about Christianity. Observed my interpreter much engaged and assisted in his work. A few persons seemed to hear with great earnestness and engagement of soul. About noon, rode to a small town of Shawanos, about eight miles distant, spent an hour or two there, and returned to the Delaware town and lodged there. Was scarce ever more confounded with a sense of my own unfruitfulness and unfitness for my work than now. Oh, what a dead, heartless, barren, unprofitable wretch did I now see myself to be. My spirits were so low and my bodily strength so wasted that I could do nothing at all. At length, being much overdone, lay down on a buffalo skin, but sweat much the whole night. September 4 discoursed with the Indians in the morning about Christianity, my interpreter afterward carrying on the discourse to a considerable length. Some few appeared well disposed and somewhat affected, left this place and returned toward Shamo King, and at night lodged in the place where I lodged the Monday night before. Was in very uncomfortable circumstances in the evening, my people being late and not coming to me till past ten at night, so that I had no fire to dress any victuals or to keep me warm or keep off wild beasts. And I was scarce ever more weak and exhausted. However, I lay down and slept before my people came up, expecting nothing else but to spend the whole night alone and without fire. September 5 was exceeding weak, so that I could scarcely ride. It seemed sometimes as if I must fall from my horse and lie in the open woods. However, got to Shamoking toward night, felt somewhat of a spirit of thankfulness that God had so far returned me was refreshed to see one of my Christians whom I left here in my late excursion. September 6. Spent the day in a very weak state, coughing and spitting blood and having little appetite for any food I had with me. Was able to do very little except discourse a while of divine things to my own people and to some few I met with had by this time very little life or heart to speak for God 
through feebleness of body, was scarcely ever more ashamed and confounded in myself than now. I was sensible that there were numbers of God's people who knew I was then out upon a design, or at least the pretense, of doing something for God and in his cause among the poor Indians, and they were ready to suppose that I was fervent in spirit. But, oh, the heartless frame of my mind filled me with confusion. Oh, methought, if God's people knew me as God knows, they would not think so highly of my zeal and resolution for God as perhaps now they do. I could not but desire they should see how heartless and irresolute I was that they might be undeceived and not think of me above what they ought to think. And yet I thought, if they saw the utmost of my unfaithfulness, the smallness of my courage and resolution for God, they would be ready to shut me out of their doors as unworthy of the company or friendship of Christians. Lord's Day, September 7, was much in the same weak state of body and afflicted frame of mind as in the preceding day. My soul was grieved and mourned that I could do nothing for God. Read and expounded some part of God's word to my own dear family and spent some time in prayer with them. Discoursed also a little to the pagans, but spent the Sabbath with a little comfort. September 8. Spent the forenoon among the Indians. In the afternoon, left Shalmo King and returned down the river a few miles. Had proposed to tarry a considerable time longer among the Indians upon the Susquehanna, but was hindered from pursuing my purpose by the sickness that prevailed there. The feeble state of my own people that were with me and especially my own extraordinary weakness, having been exercised with great nocturnal sweats and a coughing up of blood almost the whole of the journey. I was a great part of the time so feeble and faint that it seemed as though I never should be able to reach home, and at the same time very destitute of the comforts and even the necessaries of life, at least what was necessary for one in so weak a state. In this journey, I sometimes was enabled to speak the word of God with some power, and divine truth made some impression on those who heard me, so that several, both men and women, old and young, seemed to cleave to us and be well disposed toward Christianity, but others mocked and shouted, which damped those who before seemed friendly, at least some of them. Yet God, at times, was evidently present, assisting me, my interpreter, and other dear friends who were with me. God gave sometimes a good degree of freedom in prayer for the ingathering of souls there, and I could not but entertain a strong hope that the journey would not be wholly fruitless. 
whether the issue of it would be the setting up of Christ's kingdom there or only the drawing of some few persons down to my congregation in New Jersey, or whether they were now only preparing for some farther attempts that might be made among them. I did not determine, but I was persuaded the journey would not be lost. Blessed be God that I had any encouragement and hope. September 9. Rode down the river, near 30 miles. Was extremely weak, much fatigued, and wet with a thunderstorm. Discoursed with some warmth and closeness to some poor, ignorant souls on the life and power of religion, what were and what were not the evidences of it. They seemed much astonished when they saw my Indians ask a blessing and give thanks at dinner, concluding that a very high evidence of grace in them, but were equally astonished when I insisted that neither that nor yet secret prayer was any sure evidence of grace. Oh, the ignorance of the world! How are some empty outward forms that may all be entirely selfish, mistaken for true religion, infallible evidences of it? The Lord pity a deluded world. September 11. Rode homeward, but was very weak and sometimes scarce able to ride. Had a very importunate invitation to preach at a meeting house I came by. The people being then gathered, but could not, by reason of weakness, was resigned and composed under my weakness, but was much exercised with concern for my companions in travel, whom I had left with much regret, some lame and some sick. September 20, arrived among my own people near Cranberry, just at night, found them praying together, went in, and gave them some account of God's dealings with me and my companions in the journey, which seemed affecting to them. I then prayed with them and thought the divine presence was among us. Several were melted into tears and seemed to have a sense of divine things. Being very weak, I was obliged soon to repair to my lodgings and felt much worn out in the evening. Thus, God has carried me through the fatigues and perils of another journey to the Susquehanna and returned me again in safety, though under a great degree of bodily indisposition. Oh, that my soul were truly thankful for renewed instances of mercy. Many hardships and distresses I endured in this journey, but the Lord supported me under them all. Hitherto, Brainerd had kept a constant diary, giving an account of what passed from day to day with very little interruption, but henceforward his diary is very much interrupted by his illness, under which he was often brought so low as either not to be capable of writing or not well able to bear the burden of a care so constant as was requisite to recollect, recollect every evening what had passed in the day and digest it 
and put it on paper, an orderly account of it. However, his diary was not wholly neglected, but he took care from time to time to take some notice in it of the most material things concerning himself and the state of his mind, even till within a few days of his death. This concludes episode 55 of Jonathan Edwards, The Life of David Brainerd.